Is this actually a really good thing that I'm perceiving as bad? Where does that affect my decisions? And how many other people are are doing either that or the other way where maybe something potentially negative they're treating as positives? Why am I doing this? Am I doing this because I'm afraid to not look generous? Or am I doing this because I actually want to be that kind of person because that's who I aspire to be? Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,234. How do you know if you're focusing on the right things? Today, for episode number 1,235, are the bad parts of you good? Oh yeah, this is, I told Helen we were doing a different episode. That's the episode we're doing. <laughs> All right. So as you know, I went to Florida last week. <laughs> Sorry, man. Did we're you really going to see my face. I did. I did. We're really going to, we're going to freestyle this one. So I went to Florida last week, went to PodFest. Awesome. Not really awesome. The event wasn't great, but we'll talk about that at another time. I flew home Sunday morning. So I got to the airport at like five o'clock on Sunday. Orlando airport is just massive. I got lost several times. I couldn't figure out where I was going. Eventually I get to my gate, I get on the plane and I had a, an aisle seat. And I had this moment, I had this conversation with myself where I was like, honestly, if there's you know, say there's like two larger individuals that are sitting in this row with me, I might just sit on the inside so they can have a comfortable flight. And then I started talking to myself and I was thinking like, why are you doing that? Is that because you have low self-worth? Is that because you're not, you don't believe in yourself? Like, what is that? And I had that conversation with myself in real time where I think the quote unquote bad <clears throat> part of that, where I might say, you know, it's because I have low self-worth, it's because I don't feel like I deserve the seat, whatever it is, I think it's actually a really good thing where I'm a smaller human. I understand that if I'm stuck in the corner, I'm probably going to be more comfortable than somebody else. And why is that a bad thing? So I think, Alan, a lot of times we identify something like a part of ourselves as something negative where I could say, well, you know, I have low self-worth, so I always, I always hold the door for other people. Or I'll wait out in the cold so somebody can stand in the warmth. Or I'll give up my seat to somebody because I don't feel like I deserve it. When in reality, I think that's more of a character trait than anything else. I think it's actually a really positive thing. Now, it was a, a parent and their child, and they were both pretty little, so I didn't end up giving up my seat. But I just had that conversation with myself of, is this actually a really good thing that I'm perceiving as bad? Where does that affect my decisions? And how many other people are are doing either that or the other way where maybe something potentially negative they're treating as positive. So I thought it would be a good opportunity. As always, I'm always thinking of episodes when I'm living my life. So I thought it would be a good opportunity for an episode. Well, I think when you told that story, I think it's it's a virtue. Uh, that's what I think of. And 
I think the the part I want to talk about is, are you doing that out of fear of being judged, or are you doing that because you desire to be a better person who's, uh, mm. who's generous, right? Because because generosity and giving up your seat so someone else can be more comfortable is a beautiful thing. That's yeah. a, if everyone was more like that, I think this world would be a much better place. But if you're doing it out of fear of like fear or or scarcity or trauma or I'm afraid to be seen as a bad person. See, that's mm-hmm. the difference. Yeah. I think that's the difference is, and this is one of those things, Kev, too, where, and I think we're all guilty of this to some extent. Emilia uh, loves to recycle and she never likes to waste food. And and that's a big thing for her because there's a lot of people that need food and she also is big on the environment. And I'm big on that too now. Both Both of us never want to waste food and we both recycle everything. And I've become a better person, I think, because I've met her standards. Mm. She doesn't make me feel bad if I were to, like, throw my contacts in the trash because they're plastic instead of in the recycling. She wouldn't, like, berate me or make me feel bad. But I would feel bad because her standard has set a new example for me where I want to be better. Mm. I want to be better. Not because I'm afraid of her judgment, but because... But because she's inspired me to be better. See, that's the difference. Uh, I was on the phone with a team member yesterday. And she was really upset because she had her toddler running around in the background. I said, don't even worry about it. Like, I know that a lot of companies and a lot of people, a lot of leaders, maybe make you feel bad about that or whatever. Like, don't. It's, she's like, yeah, no, there's a lot of guilt around being a mom. And all that. I'm like, there's none of that here. It's totally fine. You know, genuinely, we had a productive meeting. We're great. It's all good. I don't, I think a lot of people guilt people and shame people. And I think low self-worth is the byproduct of that. And I think that if you are holding the door for someone else because you're afraid to look like not a good person versus you aspire to be a good person, I think that's the difference. I do. And I think that's when you have the dialogue with yourself of like, why am I doing this? Am I doing this because I'm afraid to not look generous? Or am I doing this because I actually want to be that kind of person because that's who I aspire to be. And I think one of them can build your self-esteem a lot. And the other one is more of like a fear-based self-respect hit. My belief is that it would be less of suffering for me to do it than for somebody else. That's kind of my thought process is, I mean, it's not that big of a deal for me to sit in the middle or whatever, wherever it is. Another good example, we there was a couple of weeks ago we lost, there was like a snowstorm and we lost power. And I think I might've mentioned this, but I don't think I told this story, but we have adjustable beds and Taryn's was stuck up because I don't know, she was doing something like journaling in bed or something earlier. Then we ended Um, up going out, coming back and we lost power. So she couldn't put her bed down. And my bed was down because my bed is always down for the most part, unless we're watching TV. (laughs) And no journaling got, before bed for the kid? No, no journaling before <laughs> bed for the kid. Um, we got home and we were getting ready for bed because we got we got home late. And she's like, I'm, I'm not going to be able to sleep on my bed. I'm, There's no way. And I was like, just sleep on my bed. She's like, where are you going to sleep? I said, I'll either sleep in the guest room or I'll sleep on the couch. And she's like, no, I'll do it. And it's like, I don't want you to. I just, I would rather do it. I don't, like there's 0% of me that wants you to go sleep on the couch or in the guest room. I don't, I would rather do it and not sleep than you do it and sleep gracefully. Well, what is that? That's, and, you know, working with you for as long as I have, that's one of my favorite parts of you. Well, I appreciate that. I of don't, course, I brother. just, I think that's called being a good person. But I just think my capability for 
I think it's like the contextual level of discomfort is just, I don't really care that much. Like I'll sleep just fine on the couch. Whatever. I don't okay. care. And this is the, the cool part about this conversation to the original title. Is, is there a way that goes too far? Cause of I course. have that same thing. And, and so sometimes I will get a little bit resentful or when I'm neglecting my own needs. And I don't think this is unique to me. I think everyone does this to some extent, especially if you're super selfless and generous because you don't always know where to draw that line. And so, uh, so Emilia and I went away to North Carolina and I loved what we did. We went and place, saw this place called the Biltmore. It was gorgeous. And then we also did, we hiked the Appalachian Trail, which was unbelievable. But the travel piece, airports, rental cars, all this, I absolutely hate it. Don't like it. Never have, never will. It is what it is. Is it worth it? Yes. Will I do it? Yes. Do I like it? Absolutely not. Okay. So that said, uh, Monday we traveled home on, and that was a travel day back. And we brought uh, Tucker and Tariel, so we brought our dog and our cat with us. And so that's a whole thing. If you've ever brought pets through the airport, it's not not easy. You got to make sure you get give them the sleepy cookies, that you know, all that. And so anyways, it's just a long, 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 long day. And all I wanted to do when I got home, I was so excited to get home because our house is just so set up for productivity and just really well. And whenever you travel, you just realize that it, your environment is everything. Uh, so anyways... I just want to set up the home for success. I want to make sure everything is set up for the week because I had a big week to make up for the travel. And Emilia had a couple of calls. And then later in the evening, I ended up doing grocery shopping and a couple other things. And there was this small moment uh, where she asked me to order a new shower curtain. I told you the story, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. And I, it was like 9.30 at night. All the meals were ready and we were ready to relax and actually get some R&R. &R. And Tucker's, uh, if you can hear Tucker, he's very excited right now. So... So anyways, uh, I had this moment with her was where I was like, babe, it's been a long, long, long day. I haven't eaten since 9 p.m. the night before because I do intermittent fasting and I just happened to not be able to eat until um, until 9.30 the next day. So almost 24 hours of a fast and I just over poured. I over poured. I, I set us up. I set the home up. I unpacked her stuff. I unpacked my stuff. I did dishes, all kinds of stuff. And I'm happy to do all that. I, I like to unconditionally give. I love that. What I realize is that when I'm super generous to your original story of giving up your seat and I don't draw a line on that, I'm neglecting my own needs long enough to where eventually it builds up resentment. And, and it was no big deal. And I told her, I said, I'm sorry, it's, it's not that big of a deal, but I really don't want to order a shower curtain right now at 930 at night. And like, Honestly, sweetheart, can we please make sure that like after the gym, after fitness, we ended up taking Tucker for a walk. After fitness, I'm done with all peak performance and all productivity. Hey, Kevin, Kim here. Just wanted to send you a video to say thank you so much for your help on creating the Peaceful Productivity Podcast. You know, I couldn't have done it without you. I knew you'd be lots of great help with the technical aspects of getting the podcast going, but you went well above and beyond that. You helped me with the strategy and you gave me all kinds of really great support. You know, I think the key to success in business is a great attitude and you have that in spades. You really walk the walk. So thanks again. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. So from the moment I wake up until after I get out of the gym at night, I am peak performance productivity all day. I have an hour of R&R &R on my uh, tracker, my habit tracker. 
And I, that's critical. I said, that is so critical for me. So please, again, just, just know that in the future. And honestly, it's on me. I should have said, no, I'm not going to order the shower curtain. I'll do it next week or I'll do it. You know, next time I order the Walmart next, or whatever. Next year. Next next two <laughs> to three years. Uh, so anyways, that's kind of my point is where do you draw the line on that? Because I love that about you and I love that about me. I think that's a gift. I think that's a wonderful thing. I think the world would be a better place if more people could be generous and selfless in that way. But I think that if you're not careful with that, Kev. For sure you'll get really, really upset with yourself and then you'll end up taking it out on other people unintentionally because you're giving, 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 giving and then and then people are imperfect and then all of a sudden you're, you're feeling taken advantage of or whatever. And so I see that all the time with certain clients. My clients tend to be um, obligers, not all of them, but obligers. And if you've never read the book, The Four Tendencies, it talks about obligers being people who are good at keeping promises to others but not as good at keeping promises to self. Um, and so I think when it comes to wanting to be virtuous in that way, I think it's great. I think you have to draw a line somewhere though. And I guess that would be my question to you is where is that line? And, and have you ever over given at the expense of, of yourself enough yeah, to think, where it like ruined things or made things worse? I don't, I don't think it's ruined. I think it's more like, I think communication is super important because, to your point, you can. It's very easy for you to start resenting somebody, just without communicating it. You know, it's very easy to do that. Uh, I'm sure I've had that with you in the past. Where, and oh, again, yeah. it's it was more like I would set everything up and you just show up and you'd be like, "Hey, man, sorry, I'm 20 minutes late." And it's like, <laughs> "Yeah, no, it's good. I set everything up. We're good." But we communicated with that eventually. Eventually, it got to the point where I was like, "Hey, man." I feel like I'm doing a lot of the work and I know you're doing a lot of work too, but sometimes I feel unseen and blank and you're like, Definitely. Oh dude, I'm sorry. You know, we had yeah. a really good conversation about that. Well, that's what, what it is. You feel undervalued because right. so much is behind the scenes that I, you yeah. know, the other person doesn't even mean to, but they're just totally. Well, the other problem is when you make something look quote unquote easy, somebody might not understand that it's actually a challenge for you. hundred percent. That's another that way regularly too. Yeah. And again, yeah. again, I'm, I think, Knowing that helps. Right. Knowing that it's like you make it look easy, so it's obviously not going to seem like such a big deal to other people. Yeah. You know, um, this is it's a good hard. It's hard for me financially. That's where it's like, I told Taryn this recently. I saw somebody that I care about post something on Facebook for uh, GoFundMe. And I said, like, I, one of the, probably the biggest reason why I need to be wealthy is so I can just do that. You need to raise $1,500, here's $1,500. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to do that. Is that sustainable? If you're a multimillionaire, yes. Right, <laughs> is, is that sustainable now? No. I mean, I was genuinely sad that I couldn't do it. I was genuinely sad that I couldn't just make that problem go away for somebody. Like, that's one of the reasons I do what I do. That's, that's one of the whys for me. So can that be taken advantage of? Absolutely. So you got to be very, very, very careful about that. You, you'll hear the quote, and I'm sure you've heard this before, I just care too much. I, that's an interesting conversation to have because can you care too much? I mean, I think your care can be taken advantage of. You can care a lot for maybe misaligned things or misaligned people. But I think oftentimes people get hurt because of caring and then their next logical thing is to care less. And I don't, I just don't think that's the answer. I yeah. think the answer is be more cautious with your caring. I think the answer is the right amount of care and, and, I think that people who there's that, that quote of uh, givers need to set limits because takers have none. 
and I see this all the time in relationship talks and uh, even with my clients, and I know we got to go here, but these character traits that you embody, that you want to have to the original point, like if you desire to be generous, like you're just talking about, Kev, and you desire and aspire to be selfless when it matters, and you aspire to be kind, and you aspire to be virtuous in all situations, it can be taken advantage of because someone else kind of knows that that they can stoop. They can take advantage of that. I, I have that happen subconsciously at times. Like, for example, uh, there was a young young lady that came up to me after the speech in Milwaukee, the speech, uh, one of the speeches in Milwaukee, and it reached a point where I was like, oh, okay, you're taking advantage of me right now. Because she is so used to not being valued. And Kev, I know you've seen this happen. I value people and I want to help them so badly that sometimes that gets taken advantage of. And so she came and asked me a genuine question and I had a genuine answer and I was contemplating with her and helping her and trying to coach her and all this stuff. And it reached a point where it was like, oh, you just want to talk about yourself. You're not really here for help. You... And by the way, she ended up pivoting. Like, if you ever need help, reach out to me. And I'm like, what? What are we doing here? I'm, <laughs> you're like 14. I didn't say that, but in my head, it's like, what? What just happened? And I realize now, in hindsight, she just is an attention seeker. She probably feels unseen and undervalued, and now she's loving how much I'm valuing her. So it reaches a point where it's like, I have to go. You know, like I gotta go here. And so again, that's on me, and that's for all. All virtue will be challenged. That's what I will say. All virtue will be challenged. Um, Even if it's something as simple as I don't drink anymore. And someone's like, oh, come on, just one. Or whatever. All virtue is going to be challenged. And I think think we need to set boundaries. I think we need to communicate effectively. I think we need to make sure no one bullies us. Uh, No one takes advantage of your care. I think caring is the motivation to do great things in the world. I think if you... If you allow people to take advantage of it, though, they will. And I think that's just that's just the way it works. And I, I see in, all the time in relationships, some, one person cares so much and the other person cares so little. And it's like, this is not fair. This is not an even trade. You guys can't win at this. And I've been on both ends of that, um, usually on the end of caring too much. But it needs to be a reciprocal, copacetic relationship where it's a win, 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 win. And everyone benefits and a lot of times it's not that way because we overpour at the expense of ourself and this goes back to that episode we did a long long time ago selfless versus selfish um of course and it's always finding up. what'd you say but of course you'd bring that one up yeah yeah yeah. so that's the one emilia before we even knew email before i even knew emilia and before we dated uh she reached out and, and asked for that episode to be done because she yep. struggles with this because she's so generous kev just like yep. you she overpours at the expense of herself often and and I'm often protecting her from herself in that to make sure that she's never being taken advantage of by me included. Yeah. Well, that's I think that's interesting for our our audience is very similar in that too. I mean, how many of our one of the reasons we love our community so much is because they're so heart-driven. Yeah. And I think many people have probably told them, "Hey, you care too much, you pour too much." I'm not saying that's not true. But it doesn't necessarily mean that's a negative thing. It doesn't mean that's a bad thing about you. Uh, Think of it this way. I love pizza. Pizza's good. If I eat pizza every single day, that's probably too much. So maybe the dose is as important as the intention behind it. 
is what I would say. So I thought it would be, you know, you have interesting thoughts on a flight. And when you have interesting thoughts, oftentimes they become podcast episodes. Very last thing, dollar no. in the jar. Uh, I think that every strength comes with a weakness. Remember we did that episode? Yes. Your generosity is a huge strength and a huge virtue. Genuinely, it comes with this weakness. There's no such thing as a strength. Confidence, huge strength. Arrogance, weakness. Every strength comes with a weakness. It's a double-edged sword and it's it's how, it's just like a, I use the axe thing. An axe can either build a house or it can kill someone. It's It's how you use it that matters. So generosity is not the issue. Over generosity could be the issue. Yeah. Right. Strong work. Next level nation. Thank you. I appreciate it. Alan, myself and the wonderful Jen were chatting last week about next level live and we were redoing the itinerary and we are booking the venue and all these things are happening. So if you are local to the Massachusetts area, the New England area, and you want to get into a room with other like-minded individuals, please join us April 1st, 2023. We're only selling 50 tickets. They're $97 a piece. I promise it will be transformative, transformative, excuse me, and a wonderful experience for you. We are excited to meet you again, or maybe for the first time in person. Please join us. So we just chose a new book in book club. So we oh just goodness. finished Essentialism by Gregory I'm totally McKean. unaware of what this is going to be. Okay, so this new book is mm-hmm. by Dr. Caroline Leaf, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. Just ordered it. It actually is in a package that I have yet to open because I was traveling uh, right over there. But it is going to be a game changer. Because yes, there can be chaotic life out there, right? The world can be chaotic. Um, your mind doesn't have to be. Your mind doesn't have to be. Cleaning up your mental mess, being at peace, being productive, weathering the storm of the chaos in your life. Um, a lot of people run around feeling out of control. And this book, I've already started it. I actually think I'm a couple chapters in already. And I've read it before, but... It really is a, a keystone habit to, to make sure you're mindful and intentional with your thoughts because the ancestor to every action is a thought. If you want to change your actions, you got to change the way you think. That used to be our motto at the right. Hyperconscious Podcast. That's so right. join us on Book Club. Uh, these books will change your life and what a, what a good way to incentivize yourself to read consistently. It's actually a pretty short book, so this one shouldn't take us too long, but uh, I hope that you can register at the link in the show notes show notes next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1236 alan talked a little bit about this but we'll go deeper one reason most people never have their dream relationship that's actually what i told alan this episode was that's why we had a little giggle fest at the beginning as always we love you appreciate you grateful for each and every one of you and at nlu we do not have fans we have family we will talk to you all tomorrow please reach out Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.